0: This is Kate uh, Calling for 82 Podcast, and um, I am absolutely delighted to have Chris Hager of the band Rough Cut on the line. How are you today, Chris?
1: Well, it's a pleasure to be here, Kate. I'm doing just fine. Thank you. Just uh, uh, just pouring a little bit of coffee here, right here, as we speak. Oh my... Uh, my fuel, it's my interview, interview fuel.
0: Oh, coffee, it's, you said. Yes. Okay.
1: You, <laughs> you think I said something else?
2: <laughs> I, I'm
0: sorry, I must, uh, I thought you said something else. Um, well, Never
2: speaking mind. of coffee, you know,
0: it, it, I know yeah. it's, it's funny to think about it, but I met, I met, you know, some great bands who actually have their own brand of coffee. Is there
1: any chance wow. where there's rough cut coffee yet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, there, there's no rough cut coffee. Uh, uh, I think everybody yeah, no. has their own. Everybody oh. has their own preferences.
2: <laughs> you know, I think I think
1: we've got somebody who prefers tea, and you know that kind of stuff, right? Oh,
0: uh, very good. Well, uh, I think you I have to get it.
1: everybody to agree on something first. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> oh, everybody in the band, I can imagine. Well, um, and you've had so many years together with these these awesome, uh, famous band members. Uh, so imagine that all of you have a, a wonderful rapport. <laughs> Probably oh,
1: in Love Cut? Yes. Well, you know, um, we... You, we, you know, we were obviously together, you know, formed in the eighties and we're together for about four years in the eighties. But, uh, after that, you know, we, the band disbanded and mm-hmm. we, we all stayed in touch. Uh, but you know, not regularly, I mean, but a couple of us did a little bit more than others, but, uh, uh, you know, we didn't really have that much contact with each other for, for you know twenty five years or so. Um yeah. you know, uh until you know, until actually until we were offered the uh monsters careers back in sixteen
2: uh-huh. and
1: decided to do that and that's when we you know that's when we started seriously you know all talking and you know
2: okay.
1: all the oh. you know working out all the logistics and all that stuff. And okay. it became uh became, uh, you know, really more of a band again. But, awesome. uh, but we did stay in touch. I mean, we all, you know, we we we, we stayed friends and stuff, but we didn't. Yeah. Uh, we, we, some of us talked more than others, yeah.
0: Well, you know, and Chris is uh, just a fantastic guitarist, um, of course, and <laughs> so you. it's been very important to the band since the onset. It was actually 82 when they got going and then you jumped in just shortly after mm-hmm. the band. Um got together mm-hmm. with Paul Shortino and they had Jake E. Lee. Um, mm-hmm. you know Dave Alfred has been has been there the whole for the whole long run, hasn't he? Or he actually you no know, stepped out for a while too. Well so some awesome players you know were in the band and came back a little bit later And so it's been a very cool history of music for the history of music because these songs are great. I love the songs. (laughs) Oh,
1: thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, Uh, yeah, there's a lot of history to the band and it's actually pretty interesting because, uh, uh, you know, some of the earlier members went on to do other things and uh, it was, you know we were all living up here in LA and it was just you know the the whole uh, uh, you know LA sunset strip metal scene was just starting to boom and and uh so you had sort of this musical chairs sort of thing happening
2: mm-hmm. and
1: uh with guys going back and forth to you know bands like rat and so on and uh yeah. uh-huh. you know mm-hmm before and then and then of course Ronnie you know Ronnie Dio's band and and uh um so it was a, it's a very interesting story actually you know um, uh, how it all came
0: together yeah well, I would love to hear more whenever um, you're willing to share and have time and you know um but with everything it was the evolution of the music and um you know as as the main guitarist wanna say main guitarist of the band and you know Chris Hager was also uh one of the founders of the band Rat. So we got rat going and then kind of uh, hooked up with <laughs> the, there was a robot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Stephen really, Percy really and, made made
2: and I metal, see.
0: you know, made the eighties metal and uh made metal in the nineties and it's so, you know, just a real big part of the, the scene. Uh even now. <laughs> So, and it's cool because I've seen what you have uh, lately and it looks like there's going to be some new work, you you know, that your band is actually doing now. Are, Are you coming out with some, something new? I know there's some great shows coming up.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We're doing some shows. We're doing, uh, we're doing Monsters Block in February, uh, obviously. And then we've got, uh, uh, we've got a couple. Uh, we've got a couple other shows booked, and we're going to be doing the Rainbow Parking Lot Party show in April, uh, uh-huh. which we're looking forward to because you know that's always a big, you know, big howlabaloo.
0: Oh, <laughs> absolutely! Be well, the Rainbow and
1: will...
0: uh,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, uh- yeah. I actually did that a couple of years ago uh, when I was uh, playing with uh, Stephen Pierce. So I've done it. I've done it once in another band already, so uh, I kind of know what to expect.
0: Yeah, I'm actually, I pulled up uh, the webpage. There's, um, uh, it's posted on Um and I'm going to share this online as well. They've got some great shows. Um, the Rainbow Bar and Grill, for those of you who are in the Los Angeles area, that's going to be an, a real fun uh, parking lot party with Lynch Mob. Master Pussycat, Rhino Bucket, actually, which is cool. Uh, mm-hmm. Holy Grail, mm-hmm. looks like. And totally. our favorite stars, <laughs> Rough Cut. Well, I can't say favorite stars because I know Lynch Mobble here. And then, <laughs> I don't know.
1: Hey, Kate, are you on the speaker?
0: I am not on speaker.
1: Okay, you're just a little bit muffled. This is oh, kind I'm of making so you out there.
0: Okay, I'll try and be more clear.
1: You want to try and be less muffled? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I can hear you, but, but it's trying... a little bit muffled, that's all.
0: Is that better if I talk like this on speaker?
1: Maybe it is better on speaker. Okay. You never know about these things, right? I mean, it's just sometimes... No, you well, know, I know.
0: I I try and get the best sound possible out of this.
1: No, but I think I just... that's better. I think that's better, it totally. Okay, good. Go figure. Go figure, huh?
0: Because, you know, I mean, in the 80s, how telephones used to be where you would actually hold uh, a hand piece to your ear. And, and nowadays, mm-hmm. it's like one flat piece for the phone, which is, I still find it strange.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: you know, I think I would find it strange picking up a uh, uh, a regular desk phone. Uh, I haven't done that in a number of years, actually, because I, I don't I don't even use a landline, right? Just uh,
0: exactly, I just I use a
1: cell phone, so I don't, I I don't even I've, have one.
0: We're starting to feel nostalgic and miss some of those things like <laughs> landlines. Um, yeah,
1: landlines.
0: Yep, yeah, I just cut my
1: I just cut my uh, cable too. I just uh, got rid of that. Got rid of that whole thing, so, but I mean, yeah, not I'm, my internet, not my watching, internet, just the just the cable portion.
0: I'm watching core cool, cut videos on YouTube, and I'm looking at yeah. Netflix, you know, and I'm so yeah, that's I mean, all you
1: need, man. That's
0: all you, you need get. Everything you need
1: online, <laughs> <laughs> you know, why get ripped off? <laughs> well, uh, you at least guys, for me, I mean, I, I don't watch I don't, like you know reality TV, or either, so I'm not missing right. too much. I
0: So you, the Ben Cut looked so glam. <laughs> you guys looked so cool in the eighties, and um, I was a child then, so I was pretty young. But I do remember seeing some of these music videos when they first were coming out. And you oh, can, really? So it was so exciting to see bands on TV. Did the,
1: you did you hear our music back then, actually, or did you did did you know about it or not so later?
0: Know, because um, we were cool kids. And you know, and we were much friends. I'm sure you still are. Oh, thank you. We were friends with the older neighbor kids, and so um, when we got together, we would talk about you know bands that were popular, and um, some of the videos, and um, you know, it was it was like uh, Twisted Sisters uh, or uh, Stay Hungry, you know, or something like that. And, mm-hmm. and we heard Rough Cut and, and others other rock music that was playing so yeah definitely what were some of the early videos that were cool
1: uh rock cut videos
0: yeah
1: uh well we really only made three <clears throat> um so we did one for Peace of My Heart, we did one for the song Never Gonna Die, and we did one for the song Double Trouble. And those are the only like three produced actual videos that we that we did. The rest is just you know would just be bootleg and live stuff. Uh, the, well, there is one other that's uh, actually a pretty cool video, and that's us live in Japan
2: uh-huh. uh,
1: at Super Super Rock eighty five. Yeah, that was that was shot professionally, definitely. So it it uh, I guess it kind of counts as a, I mean it's live, but it it was it was definitely shot professionally. That's an interesting video. That's there's four they released four songs and they're they're up on the internet. I don't know if you've seen them, but um that was a that was a very interesting experience because uh uh we were playing in the middle of the night and uh it started raining when we were playing. Um by the end of the set, you know, like we were soaked, but it, it was just it was pretty amazing experience.
2: Wow. And
0: <laughs> well it's nice to hear from you. Yeah. Um and as far as heavy metal and um how would you say that, that the actual performance style has, has changed over the years? Um because I mean mm-hmm. nowadays we're calling it we're calling it glam metal, you know, the like kinda early early days of the band, you know, were you called glam metal? Kind well, of a very Colorful the, kind of uh, appearance. Yeah. Age, you know, like, like well, hair. there was
1: a lot of names for the '80s stuff. I mean, there was you know, you know, hair, you know, hair metal, crotch rock, glam metal. You know, I mean, there was all these different mm-hmm. monikers that were that, right. that were put put on the music. But I mean, let's face it. At this point, it's just classic rock. Yep. <laughs> you Is know, it, it it It's just become classy. part of classic rock. You know, uh, I mean, it's still, I mean, you know, it's like the 70s has its, you know, genre and the 80s is, is, is genre, but it's all just, at this point, it's classic rock, you know? Um, Yeah. And, you know, I mean, you still refer to the bands as hair metal bands, a lot of them and so on. You know, Rough Cut, Uh you know, we, we sort of, it was, it was kind of, with Rough Cut, it was kind of, we looked like. You know, we, we, we were sort of a hair metal band because we, we, we looked that way. You know, we sort of looked like a lot of the other bands, but our music was a little bit different than what you were hearing from a lot of the other bands at the time. So we were a little bit different in that respect. So we weren't doing, um, uh, we were you know, doing what a lot of the other bands of the era were doing. It was a little bit different
0: okay, great um all original sound you know i mean what a what a great uh rock band. A yeah aspect. yeah,
1: well, we got to work with some great producers um and you know um it you know helped shape the sound and and uh you know we all kind of wanted to do something do something a little bit different, which we did mm-hmm. and um. Yeah, it's it was not Unfortunately, it wasn't as commercially successful as some of our friends' bands were. <laughs> but, you know, uh-huh. uh, we we still... Uh, uh, one of the really cool things about being in Rough Cut was that we got to tour so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, part of that was due to, you know, uh, Wendy, Dio, being our manager and uh, getting to go out with uh, acts like, you know, Ronnie. Who was out uh, doing at the time uh, doing his Sacred Heart tour? So I mean, we toured off and on for a year with with, with Ronnie, and then we
2: uh-huh.
1: toured with other bands like Crocus and Accept, and and uh, so we we got to do a lot of touring. We went to Japan twice and Europe a couple times, and uh, so that was that was a really cool aspect of, of you know doing what we did. Yeah.
0: Well, that's wonderful to hear about um, you know, and not that, that tour with Ronnie Dio. Um, mm-hmm. You know what? What? What a great opportunity for members of Rough Cut at the time, you know, and of of course to have the experience of uh, touring with Ronnie and being around Ronnie and being friends with with him and his wife. And so um, imagine that 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 was, you know, that he. Is actually a, a figure instrumental in shaping the sound of, you know, the band. Like as far as music production goes, um, you know, was he around when you were producing songs and or the early albums?
1: Well, yeah, uh, actually, um, what's interesting is when we, when you know, when when the album version of Ruska, when the, you know the version that finally you know, uh, became rough cut, um, and did the records came together. We, Ronnie was just this kind of an interesting bit of trivia. Ronnie was just finishing up his first record, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Holy Diver at Sound City Studios here in LA, which is Uh kind of a famous place, as you know. And, um, so we, we were, you know, we had just, you know, signed up with 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 Wendy, and and so Ronnie invited the band down, and they were just finishing up mixing the record, and we got to go down and sit in the control room and listen to these.
2: <laughs> excuse
1: me, uh, and listen to these mixes. Some of them were just still that they weren't even completely mixed yet; they were still rough mixes. And I, I'll never forget that because they sounded so smoking good, you know. And it was was just this huge tree, you know, so we were just kind of came in on the tail end of a Foley Diver. And what we actually did was um, we had a couple songs and uh, that we that we had just written. You know, I knew it was just pretty brand new. And we and this is actually Craig Golding was still in the band at the time. And uh, this was before uh, before Amir joined. And, uh, we, we went in and, uh, um, we recorded, uh, a couple songs at, uh, Ronnie just kept, you know, kept part of the setup, set up in there. And we went in and he produced a, uh, produced a demo, uh, right there in that same room that they had recorded, uh, uh, Holy Diver in. That was really cool.
0: That is really cool. Wow.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: Experience.
1: Yeah, it was, that yeah. was, you know, those are the kind of things you don't forget. <laughs>
0: exactly. Yeah. And, well,
1: and he I was, can... you know, Ronnie was not only, you know, people think of Ronnie as being an amazing, uh, unique, and talented singer, which he was, but he was also a very good producer. And uh, um, he was just, you know, really talented on every level. Oh, absolutely. And a great and guy. Exactly. And a great guy. And <laughs> it's just a great I've, guy. Yeah,
0: you know, I've heard from others, and I've heard from uh, members of the band, Dio, as well, but, you know, and all talk so so highly of, of Ronnie and what type of person he was. Of course, great talent. And, um, uh, you know, and Wendy, too. They certainly seem to be smart about, um, you know, how they – the business side, I mean to say, of a music industry at the time and were just key mm-hmm. key people in on the scene <laughs> at any moment. <laughs> it mm-hmm. seems like they really knew how to uh how to go about uh running things and um but he produced such great music and so you know, that is mm, cool.
1: Definitely. I'm a lucky gal it's that just... I get
0: to get to speak to the band Rough Cut. And uh, we get to hear the music and I've heard I've heard. Um, I think one year it was the, the deal uh stand up and shout fundraiser or the deal memorial and members of Rough Cut were playing.
1: Oh, uh yeah, a couple of years ago you mean? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: The five yeah, that was that was the five year memorial of Ronnie's death and uh and uh, you know, we were asked to come up and uh you know be a part of that and we did we just did one song but it was the first time we had played together in in you know twenty five years and uh you know we did a rehearsal and just and just went up and did one song and that was it was it was cool to be a part of that you know because
2: wow. Ronnie had
1: been so so in, influential in in our career and uh um you know, so we, it was just, you know, we were, all of us were honored to do it. And it was, uh, it was a very cool thing.
0: Definitely. It was so nice. I was there. Um, you were there. to be able to attend, uh, you know, another, uh, stand up and shout concert event. So they have these wonderful memorial concerts, which are also yeah for the, the, uh, the cancer, uh, fun. Um. And then, do we have coming up also for Rough Cut? Are we going to see that you're part of the fundraiser um, next year in 2018?
1: Uh. Well, I I I can't say yes or no for for uh-huh. sure, but uh, you know, uh, hopefully we will be. Uh, you know, we did the uh, ride for Ronnie uh, last year, and that was uh, that was a lot of fun we got rained on that, on that one too, but. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. it happens, Rain.
2: <laughs>
1: but it was good. I mean, it, it's really great because, uh, you know, the work that Wendy does with the uh, stand up and shout you know, cancer fund, uh, raising money for uh, cancer research is like such a worthy cause. And uh, it's, so I'm, I'm always happy to,
2: yeah. you know,
1: participate in any way, whether it's whether it's performing or just showing up at a fan and supporting it and, you know, do, doing the bowling thing uh, or whatever it is, you know. I'm, I'm Absolutely. Just, you know, always always well, up for that.
0: And Harley-Davidson is always uh, being supportive, too. And I know the Glen Doyle mm-hmm.
1: shop is uh, Right, yeah only. they 100. they totally are. Uh huh. Um,
0: are you Harley owners, the band members?
1: Uh no, no. <laughs> Not
0: ex. Well, not no. yet. Maybe, maybe in the near future. Who knows? I think
1: Amir. Uh, I know Amir used to ride one at one time, but oh, really? uh, nah. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>.
2: <laughs>
1: nah, I'll stay. I'll stay on something with four wheels. That, that, yeah, that well, and try to keep everybody
2: <laughs> safe, especially you.
0: Musicians have a lot of values to the <laughs> to uh the concerts, that's for sure. Um, well good, I see you've got a couple of shows coming up, one in uh Utah, one in Colorado, um in addition to the that Hollywood show. So it looks like April's a big month for you.
1: Yeah, you to yeah, April's gonna be a lot of fun, definitely. Yeah, and uh, of course, you know, we're looking forward to the cruise. we to do a couple shows on the cruise. Um, that
0: monster, of Rock should, cruise looks pretty awesome, it has so many. Uh, yeah,
1: I'm hearing, you know, I mean, we did the we did the West Coast one, uh, you know, the uh, back in uh, I mean, it was I guess a year and a half ago now, um, and that was good. But I hear this one is uh, going to be even better. Uh, don't ask me how or why, but that's what that's what I'm hearing. It's gonna be it's gonna be pretty crazy. So um, yeah, yeah. So we're 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 looking forward to it. Yeah. Wow,
0: yeah, they really a lot of lot of awesome bands are books. I mean, there's gonna be a Ford. I'm looking at the web page, Tesla, to read all of them. Mm-hmm. Finger, uh, L.A. Guns, Great White, and so um
1: yeah. A lot of a Very lot of you know a lot of
0: that's people here yeah. really a lot of great yeah. people on one cruise <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. yeah and, you know and a lot of those people are friends and 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 so on so it's that makes it cool and um you know get to go and you know do stuff with uh uh people you know and uh um it uh, just kind of makes for a really cool experience, and the fans are always great. You know,
2: they're just mm-hmm. you
1: know, they're they're very appreciative, and uh, you know, and I and I feel appreciative to them as well. So, uh,
0: yeah, that's, cool. That's yeah, awesome. Are you? Gonna
1: yeah,
0: yeah. I gotta ask too, since rough cut, you know. Now, the number of albums that they've actually had is about, it looks like six, and the last one was put out in 2008.
2: Were you on
1: that? Yeah. There's actually actually four records. There's, There's the two original that were done with Warner Brothers. Back in 84 and 86 and then we, we put out an anthology in the 90s and then there's a live record as well um, uh, and then the rest of anything else you would see are just re-releases is what, is what they are so there's recently a uh, 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 there was a uh, re-release uh, gosh I can't remember the label now was a uh, European label re-released uh re-released the rough cut uh licensed the uh CDs for Warner Brothers and re-released them and they did a good job of remastering them and all that and uh so that was you know that that was cool and um so but but basically there's there's four four records yeah Uh uh-huh
0: there
1: was there's also some Japan Japanese versions of uh because the the record wasn't actually released on CD in the states initially, mm. uh, it was just on cassette and on, on you know record you know twelve inch, and mm. uh, uh, it was released uh, it was it, it was released uh, in Japan on CD um, oh. through the for, through the Warner Brothers affiliate in Japan, but. It was not until later on that that we actually got released officially um, Uh on CD, and uh, then you know got a few years ago the Rhino, which is uh, part of Warner Brothers, put us on you know put us on downloads on iTunes and all that stuff as well. So it's all um, all
0: can be found on iTunes, which is awesome.
1: Yeah, it's all on iTunes. It's all. It's, you know you can get you anywhere.
0: Know, and I lived in the days I when we had records when we were kids, records and cassette tapes, and we collected them. Yep. You know everything we could. And Now that you're talking about, you know, the changeover to CDs, and uh, I lived that time also, and I'm just laughing because mm-hmm. I believe like the CDs are almost obsolete now too.
1: Them. Yeah, they 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 are in a way. I mean, really. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't. I, I really don't buy them anymore. Um, I you know. I the only thing that I my my take on it is, um, so that means so the downloads have gotten pretty. The, the quality is, is pretty decent. It's it's not what you would get on a, on a CD, um, uh-huh. but, it's, uh, um, but it's you know it's it, it it's it, it's pretty decent. Um, so I, I'm sort of in I'm sort of a high fidelity kind of guy. So
2: yeah.
1: if, if I really if I really if there's something that I really like and I really want to listen to it on my monitor system, I, I might buy it on CD because i you get the uncompressed version of the right
2: of the,
1: uh, music. Uh-huh. Um, you know what I mean, as opposed to a MP3 or whatever, you know, an Apple compressed right. version, you know, um, so it depends on what you're listening to. If you're just listening to earbuds off of, off of a phone, it really doesn't matter. <laughs>
2: yeah, I know. On a
1: real, on a real, you know, on a real system with, well, yeah. uh, you know, monitor speakers and all that, that, that's when, it, that's when it matters because that's when you can hear the uh, um, because that's where you can hear the difference between, uh, compressed, you know, iTunes or, you know, what there's, how many, you know, all the stuff, the streaming stuff is all, that's all compressed, uh, music. that so doesn't have the same fidelity as, 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 you know, like a CD does or a record. Um, uh, you know, of course, uh, CDs also got to be careful with those because they're not all the same it depends on uh, you know the mastering and the conversion you know they use uh, that the, the newer ones are a lot better The early CDs sounded pretty bad really because they uh, they didn't have good uh, converters uh, back in the early 90s so some of those sound pretty crappy but um, uh, I've heard some pretty good sounding ones too, so it's kind of hit or miss but um yeah there's some there's some high there's some high desk sites out there too um where you can download uh where you can download music at at full you know definition um I don't think there's anything uh i don't think we're on any of those but right now but um uh-huh. For, for for audio files you know it's like.
0: well a, it's you funny. know it's all yeah. very important stuff but i think what we're mostly worried about is the music itself <laughs> the yeah people phones, are most people aren't,
1: the, aren't the, no you're right you're absolutely people are our, most people aren't
2: you know, yeah, they, I know like
1: i say they're listening on earbuds on their phone right or they're yeah. listening on little bluetooth device speakers or, yeah. you know whatever and it just at that point, it's just, you know, iTunes is fine, you know, sounds great, you know, so it's not, you know, it's not a big deal, but, you know, the other interesting thing is, is the, uh, uh, the sort of trend, I don't know if it's a fad or not, or, or, you know, whether it's going to, you know, continue, but there's the whole vinyl, uh, phenomenon that's out there right now, the, the, you know, returns of vinyl. And there's a lot of people. There's a lot of people getting into that. In fact, I think that's going to get bigger. Uh, well,
0: that, yeah, that does happen. Um, they're looking for a sound which is, uh, you know, it seems different, and it oftentimes happens where, in a certain year, time span, people start to look back and think about what we used to have and, and bring it back. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Yeah, well well it it does sound differently. It definitely sounds differently. Um yeah. it's it's a lot it it has a it has a much warmer sound.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, it, uh typically it's going to be warmer than a CD. Uh not going to be as edgy sounding. Um and then people, you know, I think uh like the that whole tactile uh aspect where you get, you know, you get this record and it's got this big you know, case like the old days where you've got all this artwork and you've got a, uh, you know, you've got something in your hands um, that has you know artwork and writing and and, uh, and everything on it, and uh, I think you know, so I think that's part of it as well. Um, so you know, I do know that I do know that Sony is building a huge vinyl facility. I really my kids Japan, yeah, so really? says something <laughs> yeah, yeah, so so i don't i, I think it's I, I think it's i think I think it's more than a fad, you know, definitely, I don't know that i, I would ever go back to vinyl myself, but
2: uh
1: <laughs> um but uh you know um, yeah, I know some i, I definitely know some people who are into it, you know.
0: Absolutely. And they make great collectors items. They're great to have signed. I know people do still put out uh you know, vinyl copies of, of new records.
1: Yeah. So no, a lot of bands are signs. doing that. A lot of bands are doing that. I think it's smart. I really do, because there there is a market for it. There definitely is a market for it. And you know, how big that market is going to get is, you know, probably the only question really. But yeah. there's yeah. I mean <laughs>
0: I think that's that's a good idea sort of, it's
1: sort of a bad sort of a backlash to all the you know yeah. to, to all the the whole digital phenomenon that happened over the past, past twenty the years or so
0: come colliding together in a science fiction <laughs> reality right? but um, yeah. I'm gonna ask you too as a guitarist. I mean, as far as the sound, because you're so in tune to, you know, every uh, intricacy of of the the sound of, you know, of the uh, instrument and how it sounds on a on a record and how you're able to mix it. And of course, over the years, it's changed. But um, what what type of instrument are you using now? And are you um, do you prefer to to play with a lot of um, pedals? Like um, you know, oh. the filter the sound, you know, and to get different mm-hmm. sounds. What are your favorites?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, it's it's definitely. I'm well. I'm a geek at heart. I mean, uh, I think uh, if Amir were here, he would probably uh, agree and say the same thing about himself. We we, we both really are. Um, so we used a lot of effects. Back, back when we made those records, we had a lot of, we were using, uh, we were using, back then, we were using rack-mount effects, like high-end, you know, rack-mount effects like Lexicon and things like that uh, to make those records, and that's how we got our live sound.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Uh, I run, we were running stereo setups and uh, with rack-mounted stuff, and, and uh, it made a very big, real fact sounding uh you know uh tone uh to have two two guitar players using stereo rigs is is pretty you know pretty fucking big and uh so that so that's what we're doing back then and we were playing you know we were playing jackson guitars at the time we were Uh you know uh we we endorsed uh, uh jackson and had an endorsement with them and uh um, so that was our sound back then. Now uh now we we've sort of sweating I technology is changed and uh there's there's smaller things that you can use that um so we're not using the same equipment, we're using different equipment, although we're still doing the same uh thing in terms of running stereo, you know, to two sets of amps on each side and uh we're using but we're using you know smaller pedal based stuff that sounds really every bit as good as the, as the rack mount stuff that we were using back in the 80s which is where the technology has come i uh and uh, guitar wise uh i switched over uh um well when i started playing with uh, i was playing with steven for for, for a number of years and uh, before right before rough cut and uh piercy and uh i started uh i had sold all my Jacksons years and years ago so i didn't have those anymore so i started playing strats but you know sort of special beefed up strats and uh i just liked uh i, I like the fight and and uh Tone I was getting out of those, so I started using those, and I started building, building them up custom and having them sort of custom made for me and stuff. Oh,
2: really? And
1: yeah, yeah, and uh, it's a lot of fun, um, a lot of work too. Uh, but so I've got some, I've got some very custom, you know, straps uh, that I use. But I also, you know, recently uh, re. United with Grover Jackson and Amir and I both did. And, uh, so we, you know, Grover is still, uh, has a company called GJ two stands for Grover Jackson Two. He no longer he sold Jackson years ago. Uh, but we play for rough cut. I actually play Grover's uh, guitars, uh, the GJ two guitars. And so does Amir. So, um, uh, so we sort of, sort of went for full circles there. <laughs> they're not Jacksons, but they're, but they're made by Glover Jackson. And, uh, so that's, that's, uh, what we're using. So, you know, if I, for other stuff that I do, uh, like if I go do, you know, uh, uh, I, I play regular here in town, uh, at, uh, ultimate jam night at the whiskey. And uh
0: yeah, I wanted uh, to ask you about that because when I saw mm-hmm. I had missed that show I was so mad. <laughs> I was so disappointed. Yeah, yeah. But I was, like, didn't see the fly the poster in time. It was like a few days later and I said, Oh no, I'm kicking myself.
1: Yeah. But, well I'm usually down there about once a month or so and oh, uh, uh Yeah, yeah, they usually me down there and and uh yeah. So uh I think it's it's a great thing they're doing. I really, you know, everybody is super cool. Uh, Chuck, Polly, everybody who's involved in in, in that are are really cool people. And I like what they're doing because uh, they're sort of keeping classic rock alive uh, in a way that we're with real, you know, with musicians that are just amazing players and then a lot of cases you'll see. Uh, sometimes you'll see the original players that, that actually wrote the songs uh, uh, will 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 be there playing. And uh, you know, I've met some I've met some great people down there. And but I've been, been on stage with some people I never thought I would play with. And that, uh-huh. that's, that's been a thrill. It's been a lot of fun to play with guys who originally recorded. Like yeah. these iconic songs, and go, holy shit, this is cool. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but it's isn't like, uh you
0: know, play there too fairly often? What's that? Uh, Stephen Piercey from Wax?
1: Uh, not really. Uh, he and I actually did one, uh, uh but it's together, uh, we went down there and did one, but that was, I uh, should maybe a year and a half or two ago uh but yeah. other than that uh, I don't think he's I don't think he's been down there recently
0: cool well, I know that you know, and to have people like you um experienced players from rock bands that are very well known to be there, and it also gives the opportunity for some up and coming artists to uh to join in and mix and mingle yes
1: the- and they do and they're doing that too there's mm-hmm. there's 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 some young you know, guys, I've never, you know, I'm meeting these guys that are 20, 30 years than I am right. and who are, who are in bands that are just, you know, starting to, to do well. And, and, uh, so, you know, they're sort of got a mix, you know, so we've got the sort of the older dinosaurs, like, you know, <laughs> mixing with some, with some newer, you know, younger guys. And, uh, and that's cool too, I think, you know. Um, yeah. kind of makes it, it's an interesting mix, but it's, uh, you know, like I said, I really support it. Plus they, you know, they, uh, you know, they support charity and, uh, charities and, uh, uh I, I just think it's a very cool, very cool thing. It's, it's a lot of fun. I like doing it. So uh-huh. I tell you know, a lot of times I'll play my, I'll play my strats. you know, I'll bring my strats down there and play those.
0: yeah. Uh, it's uh, you get
1: a good chance to show off some of the instruments. <laughs> oh know, man, I bring I, I bring to different guitars down there all the time. Uh-huh. And it's like, like you awesome. know, it's fun to fun to show up with it. You know, a totally different guitar. You know, and, uh-huh. and play it. And, so yeah, so I use them all. I've got got, got quite a few. So they, oh, all, have, they all have they all have they all have a use they all have a use for something. You know.
0: Well, as far as your best influences or favorite songs by, by an artist, you know, outside of the band you've been in, mm-hmm. I mean, would Randy Rose be one of them?
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, Randy was, in, in fact, his, you know, yeah, I mean, you know, he, he was, I think, in terms just of, of you know, uh, being one of the more tasty players, uh, you know, that, uh, that that's, uh, that I can think of the guys like him, um, and, uh, you know, uh, Richie Blackmore, people like that, yeah. real tasty guys that just, you know, um, were sort of had a unique, uh, a very unique flavor to their playing. But the thing with Randy uh was was also his tone, which has been uh-huh. his his tone sort of inspired my tone. Um so so uh he was so you know, I uh when I when I heard what he was doing, uh, you know, it's like I I, I heard that and I go, you know, I wanna do something that, that sounds like that sounds something like that too. So so he definitely influenced me in that in in that way um my you know early influences were you know I, I i'll tell you my 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 earliest influence probably was alice cooper
0: uh oh no kidding alice oh yeah always going strong still still others hollywood vampires now <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. yeah time. i know yeah. 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 Alice is still out there doing it, man. He's, you know, he's, he still sounds great. I had the pleasure of meeting him a couple of years ago, which was, I mean, he was like my teenage, uh, idol, you could say, I suppose. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I listened to those records over and over again and they actually, uh, the, the early Alice Cooper records that were done in the, Early in the mid '70s, were what actually inspired me to pick up a guitar and learn how to play, um, uh-huh. along awesome. with along with other bands like you know Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, uh, you know God, Led Zeppelin, of course, uh, Aerosmith, and bands of that. You know, I could probably name several others if I thought about it, but
0: of that caliber, keep you going. <laughs> yes.
1: You know. All right. So it was a unique. It was a unique time, and there was a. You know, uh, of course back then it was. Uh, you know, I was, was. like you. I had cassettes, so you had to sit. If you wanted to try to learn a song, say you wanted to try to learn a. Uh, you know, a Black Sabbath song or something. You had to sit there. <laughs> and just you know, rewind the cassette and and and. Keep playing it back until you, you know, oh. kind of got the part, and that's that's I, what I used to do. You I know, I just sit
0: sit down in my basement. I know I am that type of person. that would sit there rewinding this cassette tape, saying, Why do I have yeah. to find this so many times? What's
1: the matter with? Yeah, now now you can. you, know? you know, now 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 it's a lot easier. Yeah. Oh, thank God.
0: <laughs> because you know, I've done a lot. I've done mixing and mastering too in my day because I'm, I'm an educated gal, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I like to see yeah, technology yeah. and see how things work and how, you know, especially how, yeah. how songs are put together and layered and mixed. And it's so interesting with the, the new program software that are out. And we're people that used to cut tape a lot, you know. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. Well, you
2: you know,
1: it's, it's interesting how it's, it's, it's changed. And I've seen, I've seen both, you know, I I honestly consider myself lucky, you know, fortunate to uh, have, you know, been born just at the right time to to see both worlds, you know,
2: Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm.
1: and see the metamorphosis between the, the, the whole thing. So. You know, when I started, you know, the first professional recording I did um, actually was around '82, and it was done in a real 24-track, uh, you know, recording studio, uh-huh. and uh, and the guy I was working with, a guy named Brad Aaron, uh, who would worked with uh, Kansas and yeah. uh i was i was in a band with uh, matt thorn actually a bass player from rough Cut. and uh we had a uh they gave us a spec deal to do this demo and we, we were just kids right and mm-hmm. i mean we just we'd done recordings but just in really you know low budget like you know eight or 16 track studios that that were not great studios yeah. and so it was studio and it was, it was the real deal, you know? And, and uh, So it was still
0: like the real producer... for real tape, wasn't
1: it? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Two inch, <laughs> two inch tape. Yeah. And, and half inch tape. And, uh, so we're, you know, we're in there and watching our engineer slash producer take pieces of tape and cut it and watching stuff that we just worked on, you know, wind up on the floor, and uh-huh. we're like, oh, holy oh, shit, <laughs> and he's like, don't worry, it's going to be okay, we're like, alright, yeah. yeah. but that, that was quite an experience to, to uh-huh. see, especially somebody who really knew how to really knew how to, uh, you know, splice tape and do all that, of so, course, but that's all pretty obsolete now.
0: All over the floor, <laughs> and, um, yeah. and then tossed up, whereas you know, young uh, younger folks these days we're mixing in uh, in digital files and we've got all of these oh, longer yeah. file folders that are just saying yeah, lost. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and you've got different. you know, now of
1: course you've got Pro Tools and you know a uh, 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 number of other programs like yeah. that. So
0: no which,
1: are, which, which are
0: which are rules of tape,
1: Which are which are which are great i mean there is sort of the yeah. uh the analog to analog <laughs> recording yeah. Yeah. in other yeah. words they're you know that yeah yeah and you know it's like you can say you can say uh a lot about that um i think it's uh you, know, you can there's so much more you can do now these days yeah. Absolutely, with uh, with programs like that, and you can still the the good thing is you can still use a lot of old, really great sounding analog gear uh, with these you know with with these programs, and still you know you you can use a blend of old analog gear along with new, with a computer and and yeah. software and get and make a really really amazing sounding record.
2: Yeah. So, and
0: that's, uh, the essential. so
1: I have no I have no problem with that with with that at all. Uh-huh.
0: So <laughs> that's, that's, they forget you know. or um, young people maybe get a little cocky like well, because they have so many effects that they they're not so um, focused on the essential essential sounds that they need, which you know becoming
2: uh, uh, cool. yeah.
0: Well, well. You yeah, might I mean, bring uh, electronic sounds in, and you're saying, "What is this? It's not, you know, where's the artist?" Are you talking in? about different? Oh. Are you
1: talking about like electronic music, or or just what? Bringing
0: some of these effects and electronic sounds into, uh, you know, Pro Tools mixes and that that kind of thing. So
1: oh, oh, yeah. Well, a lot of the new rock, uh, the newer rock bands, it that's been you know, happening for years now, but. Are you, you know, use effects that, that, you know, in, in rock recordings that you, you know, would have been difficult or impossible to do with analog. And I like some of it a lot. Some of it I don't, but, but, uh, uh, you know, honestly, I, I'm, I'm a fan of a lot of the new, of a lot of the, uh, newer, uh, you know, sort of core metal, uh, there's different names for it, but you know, uh, bands that are out now. Um I hear a lot of people say, you know, there's no good rock anymore, the music sucks now, but I, I don't I disagree with that. There there is a lot of stuff that sucks out there, no doubt. Uh-huh. But there's a lot of good there's a lot of good stuff too. And oh, yeah, have to sort of know where to look for it. And,
0: and that's like um, you know I think part of my job is in, is giving a whole lot of encouragement to to, um, to new talent. And that's that's the sort of thing where um, there's really great rock music. A lot of these artists are um, little known or unheard of yet, or maybe not real familiar with the business and how to jump in there and how to get going in the business of rock, you know, or metal uh, music, or they become discouraged and drop out, that sort of thing. So. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, a lot of great talent out there for sure. Absolutely. Well, the
1: music business is nothing like what it was. I mean, it's completely changed from what uh-huh. it was twenty, thirty years ago. Anyway, it's like unrecognizable. So,
0: okay. It's, it's, okay. Yeah. With the change <laughs> over to online, uh, buying. Well, yeah. I mean,
1: basically, be- digital. You know, the you know the whole digital revolution is what is what uh, caused the change
2: yeah and,
1: um, and so there's really very little money to be made in music itself uh only by you know only a handful of you know the the very you know the top uh-huh. echelon of artists make actually make any money off the music uh yeah. i mean yeah. you you have to you know it's 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 ridiculous but so the money is mostly in live shows Merchandise, endorsements, and things like that. Right. where That's where most of the money is
0: now. Yeah, yeah. it is different. Mm. than It used to be. Oh,
1: it's way different. Yeah, it's unrecognizable. It's a completely but different I industry think, now.
0: You know, my hopes are that um, it's keeping people going to concerts, so they're stoked and they're going out and they're enjoying these live mm-hmm. shows. And that's that's the important thing. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, you know, they can't. You can't. They can't take that away from you, right?
0: Right, absolutely.
1: <laughs> well,
0: <laughs> so, so we're gonna thank musicians like you, and like the band Rough Cut. You guys are too cool.
2: Um, thank so you I'm so
0: much. Yeah, these awesome shows. Cause I see, you know, you are still playing. Even uh, if you're not local to LA, you might catch them. Was uh, it again, Utah coming up? Uh, let me check.
1: Mm-hmm. Denver. Yeah.
0: Denver coming up. They were just in uh, San Diego, weren't you? Or yeah, San Diego. Uh
1: yeah, it was uh so, it was, oh, I guess about almost 9 months ago or something like okay. that, a year ago. Yeah, and, we were in uh, San Diego.
0: You played and, course, uh on the Las Vegas Nevada venues. Yeah, right we now. just played
1: Vegas so, uh so We so we, we played it. there a couple we've played there a couple times. Uh we did the whiskey uh that was last year and uh you know um
0: yeah all right good stuff. well uh, chris i certainly thank you for your time it mean, was wonderful chatting with you and i would just love to hear from you about the music and the business and the band and it's so cool um you know and the good yeah, but the great thing is that the music is there online. It's on iTunes. All we gotta do is click a few of these silly <laughs> buttons on our <laughs> on our uh cellulars or online and we're gonna find these albums and just yep. download and enjoy. That's the
1: upside to it. Yeah, it's,
0: awesome <laughs> stuff. it's so, the
1: accessibility, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, and share and share with friends and um uh, watch. Mm-hmm. The- even watch YouTube Then <laughs> we can look at these guys. And oh yeah, YouTube. yeah. There's there's
1: uh, rough cuts definitely on YouTube. Yeah, there's in fact uh, there's a uh, and there's actually a uh, Pandora rough cut channel as well. So.
0: Oh okay, Pandora music. That's a popular one. Well, good stuff. So well, you know, yeah, it's all over the place. Your other band members are doing great, and I'm going to catch up to you guys at a show. I'm thinking. Um, yeah,
1: that'd be Paul, great.
0: Uh, Dave, Matt, Thor, uh, and Amir on guitar, and uh, Paul Paul Shortino,
1: the, yeah. Paul
2: Shortino, yeah.
0: Paul Shortino has the best voice. I just love it. Beautiful. Sounds. Um, you know Dave Alfred going strong at the at the drum kit as always. Mhm. So um, as always. And uh, Matt for another rap.
2: <laughs>
0: you rats we got to uh, keep track of the so good stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Well hey, it's been really great. It's really been really great talking to you and Thank talking you. to all your listeners. And, uh yeah,
2: uh,
1: you know, you know, we look look forward to seeing you uh at at uh at our upcoming shows and uh um yeah.
0: Thank you. Yeah, uh, get out there
1: and uh, get out there and have some fun and
0: yeah, uh, definitely have fun and
1: listen to some uh, listen to some classic 80s music, right?
0: Yeah, I love it. It's, it's just real enjoyable. So thank you once again cool. and thank the band members. I'm going to definitely play cut on my show, uh, which you can okay. Have, and so. Um, at is this gonna be
1: possible? uh is this gonna be online? Uh yeah, is there gonna be a link or
0: for sure. I'll send the link to okay. you and I'll post it up for our listeners. So um uh,
1: Yeah, you know, definitely. I'll... Definitely. <laughs> yeah, so shoot yeah. it over to me before you post it up and I'll make sure you know okay. I'll make sure it gets out there and uh uh that sounds great. Okay. Well I can't
0: you enough. Uh take care and have a wonderful holiday.
1: Yes, you do the same, Kate.
0: Okay. Bye-bye.
1: Thanks again. Thanks again. Bye-bye now. Mm
0: -hmm. Bye.